0: Hello, and welcome back to He's Abroad. I am Jason here in New Jersey, not Brooklyn, but John, however, still abroad in New Zealand. I'm stuck How's in going, New Zealand
1: right now. I'm stuck. I can't get out. There's <laughs> the There's closed. worse places to be stuck, though. Absolutely. I think I lucked yeah. out this time. I picked a pretty good spot to be, uh, you can't leave. I mean, you can leave. You just can't come back unless you're a resident or a citizen, which I also have covered, but still. It's like the border's closed. You can't come into New Zealand unless you're a resident or a citizen. So the rest of you, get out. That's what they're telling you. Yeah.
0: You're in a good spot, though. I mean, that, that's I a good spot. And you're in a house now. You're not in the uh, in like the one-bedroom apartment that you I'm used not. to be I'm not. I'm in a
1: house with lots of room. I got a private little office space. I'm starting working from home next week. I mean, things are, things are looking up for me. Well, that's good. No cough. No cough, no fever. I'm good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling lightweight. Yeah, I don't have a fever either
0: walking I, I could walk around you know outside keeping away from people six feet apart social distancing um doing my daily workout routine Kicked that off a few days ago just be more diligent about it started with about 80 something push-ups it's a lot of push-ups then uh yeah doing that i think i might have fucked up my elbow that first time but you know what i'm powering through i'm good can't go to a doctor to check it out because that's a non-essential thing and you know we're, at the end of the day we're gonna be all right we're gonna be okay it'll just take a while
1: right yeah i mean i mean i guess right you think i don't really Bowman know hope. i don't think anyone knows um yeah, my fr- the weird my, my friend my friend that was in shanghai so to give people some information i do have some information on the ground in china all right let's my get friend, it let's hear it. my friend International Kit, who i know doesn't listen to this thing at all kent has got a lot of other things in his life to do and listen you know what fuck you kent fuck you maybe you should listen to this so Kent was in, He's he's been in Shanghai for the last year, right? And he was in Shanghai during this entire pandemic. So basically starting from November until a couple of weeks ago, he basically said, yep, they were, it was just, everything was shut down, couldn't go anywhere, couldn't leave. He was walking outside taking pictures. Um, but he said that you should expect this to last four months. He cool. said four months is the time frame that they basically couldn't, Go anywhere. That the country was basically shut down, that restaurants weren't open. You can go to a grocery store every once in a while, but for the most part, you couldn't really do anything for for four months. So if you're in America and you're listening to this, that's someone who's in China who's basically telling you it takes four months to get through this thing. So that's about the time frame you should expect, which puts you what around June in the States, yep. right? March, April, May, June. Something so right like around June. That. Yep. Now here in New Zealand this might be a bit more of a problem because we're about to go into winter when people get sick anyways, right? So normally people get flu, people get cold when the weather changes. So we are just now moving into fall and then soon into winter. So they're thinking that this thing's going to peak in August <laughs> here.
0: Oh no. But if you do that's the weird thing, right? If you just straight up told everybody, that's what's interesting about the timing, right? If you told everybody to stick inside and don't leave. You you basically locked the door in everybody's house, right? Made it mandatory. You Absolutely. went like yep. authoritarian. We're literally, we, we are going to march the streets to make sure no one walks out. And each then, you know, one person's going to march the streets. And if you see that door, I'll be like, no, 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 no. Get back inside. Get back inside. And if you did that, the thing would go away in like three weeks.
1: Yeah, right? right. It's got 14 day. even though they said it's 14 days. And then if you have it, it's basically 14 days after you get over it. So if you do catch it, if you it test like four positive weeks. for this thing, they said that it. No, I heard 14 days after you've healed from it that you still need to be in isolation just to be safe. Right, so that's. So I said, okay, so I'm changing it to four weeks
0: then. Yep, okay. Four, yep. four weeks. weeks. You're right. Yep. Four weeks, you're stuck inside, you can't do anything. I don't know how you'd get food. Maybe Maybe there's some sort of delivery guy dropping off some essentials if you need it. It's just impossible. The problem is that you're going to be driving people over to the grocery store anyway, so it's going to spread at trace amounts. But you basically told everybody to do the same thing that they're doing in San Francisco and New York. You think you would beat this thing away in like four or five weeks? At least start bringing the numbers down, and, and you know, basically make that curve start You'd going think, downwards but instead of upwards.
1: Also yeah, but, but there's, there's too many assholes. Have you seen there's also not you, a guarantee that this thing won't come back either?
0: Huh? Oh, I saw something called the it was like the coronavirus challenge, and it was like and there there was some girl <laughs> who was like licking a toilet seat on an airplane. It's oh, like, oh no. dummy,
1: stop an airplane, that's even worse.
0: Oh yeah. It's not it's a challenge. These kids, you know, you gotta you gotta do it for the likes. There's different kind of thirst traps in this world, and that's one of them. Some girl wow. licking a toilet seat on an airplane.
1: Jeez. <laughs> I mean, that is horrific. Yeah. How would you possibly do that?
0: I don't know. <laughs> when I was looking for news stories, I saw another one about um, some kids. Because kids are assholes. There was one about these kids going around breathing on all the produce in grocery
1: stores. Oh, no. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. Yeah, oh. that's the problem. I mean, we got shitheads in the you world. Know, yeah. you, you know what's really interesting, though, is that the, the young people who, who seem to think that this is this is how we kill off the baby boomers, <laughs> that, yeah, that I mean, group that's... of young people that exist, Cause look, I, I've been watching, and we'll, I, I do want to talk about this about my about my internet ban because I think this might be unprecedented times where yeah, I'm I mean, pretty good with we New talked Year's about it before. But we're reaching that point where it's like I'm 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 in the dark a bit. <laughs> I gotta got to know what's going on. Um but i've been watching enough youtube clips right from like abc and cnn and the videos of the kids on on the beaches in miami is great it's just like these bros being like it's spring break bro if i catch the corona too bad i'm going to still party <laughs> and they're just like I- i'm not going to die from it so whatever just tell grandma to stay inside i'm going to i'm going to do shots and and live it up on the beach yeah so it's yeah, it's just like, and then apparently they started calling this the Boomer Remover, which is just so disrespectful. <laughs> oh man, it's so disrespectful. I've heard that. It's also it's also
0: getting uh, some some racist stuff as well. Someone uh, I believe said to a reporter to to like an Asia reporter's face called it the Kung Flu. Oh no! Oh yeah. no! Which is a good pun, but also very rude. Very rude. You don't say that because. <laughs> and <laughs> just let it soak in
1: oh but, it's again, not, but it's young not people good. are dying of this thing in they're dying of this thing in in italy they're dying like, again it's just it's just amazing how just people under the and again they want to blame millennials for everything but it's like this isn't no this is younger are, this is younger you, this than millennials is the, this is the generation z that's just millennials like, well, are, are probably the, the planet, so yeah, yeah millennials are probably the smartest
0: ones in the group right now we're the ones telling everybody hey stay the fuck home yeah <laughs> and <laughs> look like i was it, resistant yeah. for
1: a while all right you i'm with resistant. it i, you, I talked to And again, I don't want to say that you were flippant. You were just kind of like, look, I think we're going to get over this. I think it's, you know, like, look, if people stay inside and just, you know, do some of the basics, we'll be fine. It's very clear that people weren't doing the basics. So now this thing is spread out of control in the States. And look, New Zealand is pretty close because last night there's pictures floating around of people on Courtney Place in Wellington, which is sort of the big party street. And it's just kids like basically, you know, front to back in a line waiting to get into a a club. Yeah, they got a party. It's like. Yeah, it's like because these kids are gonna do whatever they want to when the rest of us are just like, you know, I actually don't really want to catch this thing, so I'm gonna stay inside. I've spent most of my weekend inside trying to find projects to do. That's what you're supposed it's, to do. That's, that's what you are supposed to do. To do. Get <laughs> a little productive. Get
0: get after it, you know, try to try to get those abs for the summertime. Or maybe not yep. New zealand because you know, you gotta get whatever you have left. I mean if anything, New Zealand. Well now you bulk you up.
1: <laughs> you bulk up so you're ready to hibernate. That's it. Yeah, bulk get ready up to
0: hibernate. Now. Yeah, exactly. Um but yeah, they're usually shut it so most places shutting down um non-essential services. Oh man, we could talk about GameStop. <laughs> if you want to talk about that, I could I it. could pop yeah. that into the news queue. But um yeah, they they've shut down they're basically forcing businesses that are non-essential to close. So, and people to work remote uh, if they're supposed to so office buildings, all that stuff. So, I've been yep. working remote for a week and can starting for
1: me next week, which is going to be very interesting. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's
0: starting. And I'm doing that. Uh, But otherwise, if you're not a grocery store or a hospital, then stay home. You know, you're supposed to stay home and restaurants can stay open. Uh, they They can stay open as long as they're only doing delivery and takeout. So that's cool. Uh, but some of it's just straight up closed because it's not it's just not enough traffic. It's not so enough. Wait, is, is it's seamless not enough volume web, to stay open. Is
1: seamless web blowing up right now. Is this se- kind is of seamless resurgence because I heard seamless was having hard times recently. Kind of. But before I came to Jersey, I was looking at some stuff and they were
0: and they were dropping like there there was a lot of restaurants that just straight up weren't open. Oh, wow. So it's really all on. It's uh, it's really up to them whether what they want to do. And, you know. They, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens, but it's it's just weird times. Weird times, and. Yeah, I was I was cooking some meals. I know you sent me that message saying, "Yeah, because you know, my mom, mom was worried about what you." She goes, I, "I know
1: Jason isn't the biggest cook. Is he doing all right?" <laughs>
0: Here's the thing: I'm actually I'm actually a decent cook. Now I didn't oh, get look, to. I believe you
1: are. She, she just specifically knows that. Like we talked about, like you just you, you don't yeah. cook as often as maybe other. No, people I don't. Who I don't, don't cook it again. All. You li- but you also live I in New cook. York City, so right. like yeah, you don't really need to, like you you can get any food that you want at any time really. So. Exactly, I
0: literally pass every cuisine of food in my commute to work, which I didn't have anymore. So I was, you know, I I was doing all right. Uh, But I just, I did decide to come to Jersey. So to, uh, to stay with my, stay with my mom at her place. It's a little bit bigger. I won't be isolated out in Brooklyn. And, you know, I was, I'm not showing any symptoms. I've been isolated for a good set of time. So fingers crossed, everything's good. There is that fear that i may or may not be a carrier but i am keeping distance i'm not on top of anybody i'm washing my hands i'm going through all the proper procedures and protocol and all that stuff and uh yeah there's it's just so weird the way that this thing is and i think that's one of the biggest contributors to why it's such a bear to deal with and well, it's why this is such an unprecedented this was one of the
1: thing first stories that we had on this podcast
0: oh yeah i called this isn't thing. it yeah it was funny because my you know, I mean, uh, look, I'm, I'll straight up call her out on it. My my grandmother is a, uh, you know, she'll <laughs> she'll she'll watch some Fox News. She'll hear, she'll hear what they're saying, right? And uh and she'll buy the line where it's like, "Who saw this coming? Nobody saw this coming." how could anybody see this coming? I'm like, "I did." I called this like in our second episode where I said, "Uh this might kill you. This might not kill you, and this will kill you." The this will kill you story was coronavirus.
1: Yeah yeah so look again i i didn't think we'd reach the point where this thing would spread as fast as it did i didn't expect for italy and no europe and then for the u.s to just i mean the u.s has over ten thousand cases now right it has to yeah let's see like how um, many cases are in the open. u.s let's see coronavirus which is nuts which is nuts it's nuts that this happened pretty much in a month here we go usa cases there's got to be like a track
0: a tracker or something let's see could it be on new york times nope just give me a like give me a number cases in new york uh in new york, cdc cases in the u.s all right here we go at a glance total cases 15,219
1: wow, 15, total deaths cases.
0: 201
1: this is updated today wow 15,000 hmm. cases in like a month if that probably yep. within a couple of weeks really
0: Mm Hmm.
1: Well, (laughs) yeah, it's some wild shit. You thought it was a hoax, and it's very clearly not a hoax. Like it's just no, no. Wow. Yeah, there's a a whole bunch. Trump couldn't have been more wrong on this. Like, not even close. He closed the pandemic office. like he did that oh god when did he
0: do like i mean we'll talk about that later we'll get into that later yeah okay we'll go sorry, now, sorry. I j- I jumped now the gun. There's, there's a lot going i know on. i know i know i know i know and it's easy to kind of jump into it because this is obviously the biggest news story thing but you know what god damn it we established a structure and i plan on keeping it damn it all right Let's even yeah, in times order, of crisis right?
1: that's what they said try to keep routine try to keep order
0: yeah i uh,
1: didn't get any feedback from Arlen uh, or greg so we're just going to move right to the news, and, and hope they're staying safe as well. Because I know these are yep. all the people in New York. And New York was one of the first cities to sort of hit this shutdown. So everyone in New York and LA, I think, are the two places. And in Europe, if you're listening, stay stay yeah. safe out Greg, there. Greg uh, Greg's making yeah. some cocktails to go at patent Pen, which is so, which is super. You know, I want Greg just to talk about that. Can We get him yeah. on this podcast just to discuss how does the to go cocktail work? <laughs> I'm you put it so in a coffee cup. There's a picture isn't of it on Instagram. Like a I think he, cup. he much, Yeah, I think he like puts it in a coffee cup. Yeah. Wow. It, but like, does he hand it out the door? Like, what does he...
0: No, they... Well, yeah, I think they leave it outside because there's a separation wow, between amazing. the bar and then the outside. Yeah, it's like uh It's probably like a sweet green situation, I'd assume. You know, you order ahead so you don't have
1: to wait online, so you just kind of get it in your cubby. You, you know what Greg should do in this time off? He should make like a like a cocktail book. I'd buy Greg's cocktail book if he made one. Maybe. Sort of ideas. Like, yeah, I'm trying to doing. come up with ideas and projects here. There's <laughs> a few people I could
0: think of who would make a pretty good cocktail book. I mean, yeah, like every, every single person of like every, everybody in,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, everybody in um, that competition in Barcelona Absolutely. or Ibiza should uh, should be making a cocktail book. Yeah, it's a good idea. It's a good idea. And you know, if any of them are listening to now to this now, do it. Do it. Make a compilation. You know, make a few of them, and uh, John will write the forward for it because you know what Absolutely. he's got—he's got industry cred. Absolutely. And by industry, Absolutely. I mean film industry, not your industry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so look, so okay, I've, I've been thinking about this the last week, right? Like the whole point of my media ban was to take a break from, specifically, social media, yep. right? From sort of, the, especially with it being election year and all the stuff that's coming up and the negativity. I just needed a break from it, right? It was just a lot the last couple yep. of years. It's been a lot of Trump. Mm-hmm. Yep. But we're reaching the point where the news, and again, Trump is a big part of this, which we'll get to, but the global news is more about sort of the number of cases, things that are going on, and this is all stuff that directly affects all of us. And I feel like yep. I'm, starting to, I'm starting to float around in the dark here without really knowing on what's going on in the news. Should I put a temporary hiatus just like sports are on? Everything's on, a hiatus, on hiatus. Should I take a hiatus until things are back to normal? Maybe you just limit yourself band. to one one news source. I'd get yourself a, like, add
0: the AP for, like, if you have a whitelist, right? Yeah. Whitelist the AP. Okay. Because you don't want to be drowned out by the... Because there's a lot of nonsense but, out there. I, yeah, I'd say you don't want to, to be drowned out, out by the politics. You know right. what I mean? And you don't want that to open up, so you don't want to just jump into Reddit and be like, oh my god, what in the fuck? Then you're just going to be right back where you started. Right. So I would say, you know, get the AP. On your okay. phone, I'd say that's probably a good source, and then whatever like a trusted local New Zealand source is,
1: which I believe is it's it's not stuff because stuff is like a like a rag magazine, <laughs> like it's, no. it's called stuff. No, it's not.
0: Yeah, yes, I should it's actually.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about because yeah. we had that, so. So uh, I, 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 need great like, I need like Radio New Zealand or one of these real official ones that are going to give me the local update because again, this is a small country. Yeah, when when Wellington starts popping up with cases, the chances that I know or I'm associated with one of these people is extremely high.
0: Yeah, although it says here on Stuff when I go to Stuff.co.nz,
1: it says uh, Ardern has declared war. On coronavirus. It, and this is what I mean. That's probably a lot of nonsense because she hasn't said anything between yesterday and today. But it's just that basically she's she's giving all of these – and again, they've created like an alert level here in New Zealand um, that that Alice told me. Like, yep, there's an alert. So there's basically alert one, two, three, four levels. Like the same thing like with the terror level where like it's orange or red. So there's a COVID-19 alert. at alert two, which is basically if you're immune compromised or you're over 70, you're supposed to stay, stay home. But we're not at the point where non-essential, kind of where New York is, right? New York would be level three on this list, I believe, where it's like non-essential people should stay home, and like that type of stuff, where you can still go to work if your company says, "Hey, you know, we've got things in place, you can still go to work." Um, so yeah, like maybe maybe it's Radio New Zealand because they seem to be they seem to cut a bit more to the facts versus the nonsense, which is stuff being like how to entertain your kids during the corona. It's like I don't need that. That doesn't help me. Right. True. That's what I'm saying. Just pick like a reputable site. Maybe just check in once a day.
0: Limit your time. And, uh, you know, I also always tell you if something's completely fucked up that... <laughs> well, yeah, really yeah I mean, I'll right. find
1: out if if the if the city's
0: burning, and I'll probably be able to see it as well. But now that you're not in the so. office, nobody's going to be able to jump up and yell that Fast and Furious has been delayed. I know. You know this is the problem.
1: To- I got a lot of my news from people in my office just screaming stuff across the, across the room. So...
0: Yeah, I would say... Uh, That's uh, that's probably the best way to do it. AP and one source. All right, sounds uh, good. So make it make it reputable, non-biased. Like you want the AP equivalent of news uh, for New Zealand. Yep, not Business Insider. No, God no, (laughs) no no sensationalist nonsense. Okay, all right. So I got some stories. All righty, all right. Two are Corona based, but. The other one is not it's very general, um, although one could assume it is. So let's see. What do I want to categorize these as? We got a uh, we got a heist. Uh, we got a hoarding situation and we got a celebrity death. So where do you want to start? Let's start with the celebrity death. Kenny Rogers is dead. Is this the age because of, of coronavirus? virus? No, it's not because of... That's oh, why okay. I said might be related to coronavirus, but it's not. He's, okay. uh, he's died at his home from natural causes under hospice care, surrounded by family. He died at the age of 81. I mean, I could read the story, but it's just like, he died. Kenny, Kenny Rogers is dead. You know what's interesting about Kenny Rogers? Um, I don't know many Kenny Rogers songs. You know the name, of course. The Gambler is the only and one do you know, I know. You know The Gambler. But here's the yeah. one that I was surprised by. Uh, so it was, let's see, Kenny. I just had this thing up. Roger's song. So he there was this one song that he did with Dolly Parton. Okay. And it was called Dolly Parton something lovers in the stream or something like that it was something that sounds like a weird name but uh just tell me the fucking song name it's not telling me it's not telling kenny rogers top songs i had this thing up a minute ago now it's gone now it's gone islands in the stream that's what it is now that's a song that you might be like have you ever heard of it no i have not no exactly but here's the thing have you heard of gangsta superstar uh, <laughs> uh n- no i mean maybe yeah, what's, I'm sure what's you the know.
1: context of the song because i might have actually heard this before
0: gangsta superstar is actually a cover in a way of islands in the stream it's like the same oh, melody from yes. the chorus yes
1: i do i now know what of you're that about. song yes. and, I, and i and i believe it's ghetto superstar i don't believe it's gangsta Superstar.
0: Okay, so it might be Ghetto Superstar. I might have fucked it up. Yes, it is. Again, I was looking at that before. Yes. That's right. Ghetto that is. Superstar. So, I, again, I didn't
1: know. have to look that up, but that's why I'm like, I don't know what song you're talking about. But, yes, but now know you a know. Song
0: you're, now I know. Yes. Ghetto Superstar. So there you go. Kenny, Kenny Rogers, he's gone. He does. If you go through his greatest hits, there's going to be a lot of those songs that you've heard in a bar. Sure.
1: Uh, I mean, it's very similar to uh, what's stuff. the dude that died when we were in Austin and they kept playing his songs and you're like, oh, yeah, oh uh, uh, Tom Petty. Yes, it's very similar, right? Like yes. you probably couldn't like y- you know them when you hear them, mm-hmm. but you couldn't off the, off the top of your head rattle off a bunch of songs that are Tom Petty songs, or like you know you know who the people are. I couldn't know them maybe one. one or two songs, but you're not like, "Oh, I know this whole catalog of all their songs.
0: right. Yeah, well, uh, Kenny Rogers is gone. I don't really have much else to say than that. I just thought it was a nice way to break up the coronavirus stuff. So there you go. Someone died for Rest something peace, that wasn't coronavirus. He's a celebrity. Godspeed. He, uh, in case you're wondering, died at the age older than Paul Giamatti. Uh, we'll get back to that later. All right. What do you want next? Heist or hoarding? These are Uh, coronavirus related. Let's do
1: hoarding because I believe I know the hoarding story. I don't know the ice story, but I know. I don't think
0: you do because this has nothing to do with hand sanitizer.
1: Okay. Well, there you go. New
0: one. All right. Here we go. Reading from what is this? Yeah, there it is. (laughs) Vancouverisawesome.com. Wow. British Columbia couple who bought entire stores' meat sections says they're living in fear now. (laughs) (laughs) Quote. This is the subtitle. I'm not feeling safe and me and my girlfriend are scared. End quote. Well, you should we be. we go. Yeah, well, there we go. The couple at the center of a panic meat buying frenzy in Lake Country last weekend has reached out to Cast- Castanet to let us know that they are receiving death threats due to the community's negative reaction. Dan Marcotte spoke with Castanet to try and explain his reasons for the massive purchase that cleaned out the save on foods meat section last weekend quote everybody knows who I am because I put myself out there now now I'm getting death threats and I don't and I don't answer the phones, so I'm losing business my own mother is ashamed of me end quote <laughs> wow uh, there's a picture. Let's see. Oh no, never mind. Okay, Marcotte has a big uh, has a big heart and has used his Dan Mel Moving Company to help others in the past, giving his moving services away free of charge to help those in need during the 2017 and 2018 wildfire seasons. Quote. Nobody remembers that now. End quote. Marcotte Marcotte also donated $1,000 to the Lake County Food Bank after the incident, which he says was grateful and supportive. He feels now that his life could be in danger and he worries his business could go under if the people stop calling for his services. He says he got caught up in the anxiety most people are feeling about the coronavirus and made the large purchase for his own family. Quote, if me and my girlfriend had done this two months ago, nobody would say a bloody word. We're getting crucified for buying two carts of meat. We might've gone overboard, but we didn't push people or laugh at anyone. I'm not feeling safe and me and my girlfriend are scared end quote that's the i mean come on now here's, oh here's yeah we, we would have
1: done this two months ago wouldn't be a problem yeah because two months ago there wasn't a pandemic <laughs> so what? what type of reasoning is that
0: yeah just sent you a picture of the of the cart <laughs> I'm rolling out with this
1: oh, enormous come on. shopping oh, cart. Come fill. on, buddy, you just got all of it.
0: Like they bought everything. There's sausages. There's steaks. There's oh, they've
1: literally bought all of it. Two shopping carts. So that's one. You're looking at one shopping cart wow. full of it. They ought to be ashamed. They deserved. It. I mean, look, I don't, I don't condone anyone getting threatened, but at the no. same time, like, come on, man, like you're this. That's out of control. Yeah, it's too much. But that's, that's the whole thing with panic buying, right? Yes. Well, that's the thing. Like, you're pan- and that's the fu- like, what I've realized here in New Zealand, right? New Zealand is, and as most people know or don't know, New Zealand is like part of the ring of fire, right? So at any moment, there could be a, a crazy earthquake that levels this entire thing. Right. And that happened like within a yeah. year of itself in Christchurch, where it basically leveled the city. That's right. Twice. And the number of people who are stocking up on things like meat and water and having extra supplies, I'm just sitting here thinking, are you not prepared for an earthquake? Like, why do you need to buy a bunch of water? You should have a bunch of water anyways. Because yeah. the grocery, in this pandemic, the grocery stores aren't going to close. <laughs> right. It's not like when there's actually a real natural disaster that you can't see coming, and, oh, look, the power's out. Or, hey, the the water system is damaged. Or, hey, the grocery store is actually crumbled, so we can't actually get groceries. That's a different problem versus, like, the groceries aren't going anywhere. You just can't be around other people and coughing on each other.
0: Yeah, and the food supply chain is going to be fine. Like That's the fine. thing, right? It's, that's going to be okay. I don't understand the hoarding of bottled water. That's wild because the water supply is going to be fine. That's
1: my point. Like, there's it's nothing not like that's it's happening here that's messing right? with, the, yeah.
0: with the water supply. Yeah, people just freak out. But it's kind of what we talked about last week with the psychology behind people hoarding toilet paper. That's just... It just makes you feel better, feel safer. I guess I went to a Walgreens today just because I needed like shampoo, and I go there, every hand soap pump was gone. There was no hand soap. I paced this aisle like four times, being like, "No, it should be here. Where is this?" And then I asked somebody. They said, "Yeah, it should be in that aisle." I looked. I finally looked at this empty shelf and see the tags for what I'm looking for. I'm like, "Oh, it's all gone. It's gone." Uh, paper towels toilet paper gone it's just weird like you there there becomes this weird uh psychology that people think oh i need this stuff and it's like why and then it's without the why you just hear a bunch of people saying i need this stuff and then you think yeah. well shit i guess i need it too and then you realize you have there's a website that was posted today which is like how much how how good am i for toilet paper like <laughs> it's like you put in the number of toilet paper let me see if i can find this thing toilet paper uh website website i think that's what toilet paper roll website you can actually see it was like a measurement where you could put in how many rolls yeah here we go toilet paper calculator lets you know how long your bathroom stash will last how much toilet com. <laughs> wow
1: and someone's <laughs> maybe do that, off that site, it says yeah.
0: And no, there's no, I guess there's ads at the bottom and there's there's a donation link. So it's like you can, so it's just a slider Rolls You have toilet visits per day and there's, oh, there's advanced options. Average number of whites, wipes per trip, sheets per wipe, sheets on roll, people in household days in quarantine. So, yeah. So if you said like 30 days in quarantine, right? Right. That's, that's about a month. Okay. And then you had and you take how many visits per day? I mean it, you know, if you're if, if you're a guy, you're not you're not you're not really going on the visits, you'd probably be looking more at the visits per that would need a wipe, right? So it's a little different. So if it's just me in my apartment, right? Let's say let's say probably one visit a day would probably need uh would need toilet paper. Maybe we'll round up, we'll say two. Sure. Okay. Average number of wipes per trip. Well, I don't know. It defaults up <laughs> five. That's what it's assuming. So just but put I, on the default. But here's the... D- yeah, okay. Let's put it on the what? Put on the default. Okay, so that's five. Sheets per wipe. Now, this is an interesting one, right? And this is where, I, this is where I'm going to have beef. Why does single-ply <laughs> cheap-ass toilet paper exist? All right? I don't know. I don't it should know. start a good at strong and ultra. Because yeah, how much fucking paper? Like, sheets per wipe. If you had two, you'd be putting your fingers in your asshole every single time you wiped. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> tell me yeah. i'm wrong you no, tell me i'm wrong that is fucking tissue paper i don't know why one ply exists i don't know yeah it's
0: it's rough but you know what i get the good stuff all right so i'm gonna say three all right that's, sure. that's a nice it's a nice padding you know all right sheets on a roll i don't know the default's 160 i'll just leave that people in household let's just say it was me okay yep if you have All right. So if I had how many rolls do you think would equal 30 days or let's say at least 30 days. So I'm not looking for an under because it tells you you will last blank days or blank percent of your quarantine. I'm looking for the first number of rolls that breaks 100 percent or the 31 days that I just said.
1: Okay, so I would say for thirty-one days, you probably need four rolls, and that's me being over overly conservative. I'd say maybe even three. Okay, four rolls,
0: you will last based on all the settings we just put in. You will last twenty-one days or seventy okay. percent of your quarantine. Okay, yep. To break a hundred, six rolls. Right. So if you're going out and you're <laughs> buying like the and Costco how many rolls size, normally come in a pack? how many? Normally, it's like twelve rolls, right? In a bigger pack. I mean, look. I legitimately did not have to. I I was on my last roll of toilet paper. I legitimately did not have any. I went to the store to left. get some. I got a four pack. All right, I got a four pack. It was fine. But you can get like four, six, eight. You can get like any different any variety. But you get like the Costco size pallet of toilet paper. You know, you got like a hundred rolls in there. It's a ton. Yeah. So who's
1: lot. buying like? Three hundred rolls of toilet
0: paper. I mean, how assholes like assholes who don't understand. And there's a pun Literally. in there somewhere, but you know what? It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, if you got a family, right? Say you're in a household of uh, the average family you know, is what four people? I would say the yeah. average family in America is four people. Okay, so if you got four people in the household and you keep the same stuff that I just said, all right, then you might have some some women in there. So you might just say, if we'll just bump the visits per day to three. Right? You would need. Oh, wow. Look at that. Exactly. Here we go. This is where it gets interesting 34 rolls to last 30 days. Okay. Okay. But that so seems high.
1: Little, that does seem high.
0: It seems really high because, no, I mean, are no, you no, really. No, look.
1: No, look, okay. No, okay wait. So th- this
0: is not fair. This is not fair because I'm saying number of wipes and. Like I'm not, I'm getting into some science that I don't
1: really fully comprehend. No, you don't so, comprehend uh, fully science because look, I'm sure that <laughs> for for depending men, women, children, adults, yeah. it varies, right? It has to vary.
0: Yeah, girls don't poop. That's science. <laughs> you know.
1: So so why does so why the, is so much toilet paper yeah. gone? <laughs> I'm so confused.
0: I told why? you, we told we we did this last time. It was psychology. It's like a psychological thing. You only want it because you. You think you're in distress, and you need it, and it's and it's just something you can control. Be like, no matter what, I could clean my ass.
1: Yeah. Sort of. Because let's be real. How clean I does can really eat, make your ass? But I mean, but if you can't eat, then doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like but it's not an either-or thing.
0: People aren't saying, I'm getting toilet paper instead of that. People are still getting food. I tried to find yeah, frozen,
1: and funny frozen people, vegetables. The I could barely find could anything. Like that they get like pasta and oatmeal and stuff knowing that most people will never eat that stuff or they get like awful food like chips and soda (laughs) and stuff that's not like actually like going to be healthy for you to eat day after day after day if you're stuck inside
0: yeah we got those bottles if this is going to be going to fallout times then uh, you need to get that currency in the form of bottle caps yeah yeah We'll see. But this kind of transitions into the next story, so I'll just bang this one out, right? Yep. From still. Reading from The Guardian, three men arrested in Essex after Hall of Loo roll found in Van. I like these uh, stories from The Guardian because they're just, they're so British sometimes. Yeah, so the Loo, yes. Like, like, that's awesome. Van pulled over by police so uh, also contained a stash of stolen hand wash and other items. This is a really short one, and I'll send you some pictures after. Three men have been arrested after police found a van full of stolen toilet paper roll and toilet roll and hand wash. Officers were alerted by a report of suspicious activity in the Essex town of Hatfield, Peveril at 10.20 p.m. on Friday. It was alleged that a van was driven through the barrier at a building site in Bury Lane. When police pulled over a vehicle on the A-13 South Ockendon half an hour later, they found dozens of packets of toilet paper, among other items. A 28-year-old man from Averly, a 37-year-old from South Ackendon, and a 41-year-old from Perfleet, Perfleet, remain in custody on suspicion of theft of vehicle and burglary. Essex police tweeted, quote, police officers always get a massive sense of satisfaction when we catch burglars. However, we never expected to find this stolen loot in the boot. End quote. <laughs> <sighs> uh, <laughs> yeah, this is this is a picture from the back of the van. Obviously, nobody listening can see this, but just imagine a uh, kind of one of those generic big open back vans with a shit ton of toilet
1: paper and paper towels yeah. in the back. It's like the I mean, stealth van. It's the stealth vans that people started camping out of. It's like one of those. But vans. what like are a, you yeah. doing? And a microwave oven <laughs> and a microwave <laughs> and some cleaning
0: supplies back there as well. Garbage. Yeah. Cans. So they stole the car and then stole this stuff like or do you think the stuff is already in the car
1: uh i bet you they stole the car and then stole the stuff i don't think the stuff was already in there (laughs) like the value of all those things has got to be like like 30 (laughs) dollars well no like the microwave let's just let let's just say the microwave is like 50 and then this many toilet paper rolls let's add so yeah 100 bucks. yeah <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be. They don't even have labels.
0: Bucks. This has gotta be cheap ass toilet paper, like <laughs> this like generic brand Yeah, because I'm looking because it's just generic. I was looking to see
1: if it tells you the ply on it.
0: No, uh, there's it no way this is any more than one ply. No, it looks super cheap. This has gotta be one ply. Yeah, it doesn't look very absorbent. No, no, it's not. This is uh, this is some cheap ass, uh cheap ass toilet paper. Yeah, so like a hundred bucks. Is it worth it? No. Like if you're gonna steal. Are you stealing for your good, or are you just trying at this point to get to jail because you know you're at least going to be good for some meals and toilet paper in there,
1: yeah, yeah, but it's funny because they started letting people out of prisons for like nonviolent criminals because if this breaks out during prison this this is a problem, right? like if all of a sudden someone in prison catches this and you're in close quarters, then yeah, are you going to have a coronavirus outbreak in prison, so well, you stay in the they, cell. Yeah, but even so, that's not how you're going to social distance. Like when pris- prisons aren't probably the most clean places in the first place. You social distance by staying in a cell. Yeah, but you still got to be in there with a cellmate. No, you you don't. You don't? What do you mean? Prisons are overcrowded as it is. There's be one more than one person in a, in a cell. You decriminalize marijuana, then you have one person in a cell. Yeah, I guess. That's what I mean. Nonviolent crimes. So if you haven't killed anybody. I haven't done any assault of any form. Then you should probably ah, you know what, get out. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right,
0: let's move on to a little bit of uh, uh, reddish, yeah. bluish, blackish, Jewish. <laughs> now, you tweeted, you you t- messaged me about something. I did because I I was up. I don't at like. like five I want to know watching this, and I don't know why. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to know
1: because this already violates your your rules no, so what happens? what doesn't what happens? violate my rules is youtube i can watch youtube that doesn't violate my rules so okay. i'm able especially now right i'm basically getting live streams of of every major news network in the states i want to see if i'm going to see if i can find this on youtube do you have a link to the video so i can uh, play the audio i don't i'm but sure that yeah if you go to cnn you can probably find where they've Clip this up or NBC because it was an NBC reporter that caught the that caught the, the wrath of the president. Here we go. This one. Let's see. So I'm gonna copy this and I'll let you listen to it while I a oh, buster.
0: Did you find yeah, it? I think I, I think I found it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I found it here. Yep, so. it's here. I got it. I just wanted to find like a pretty
1: short so, clip so on it. So, to explain but- this, right? I, I got up, you know, I wake up pretty early as it is. And because I haven't been able to read the news, I've just sort of been like, there's like an ABC News live feed that is just, it's running now. It's just consistently running as this virus is going across the world. Yep. And so I click on that and I see that it's like a news conference from Trump. And Trump's talking about, you know, mm-hmm. there may or may not be a cure. What do we have to lose? And the NBC reporter. Well, well he said,
0: yes. as the saying goes, what the hell do you have to lose? And the only person who said that was him
1: when he was yes. talking to black people in the 2016 yes. election. About, about voting for him. Yes. Yeah. So Peter Alexander basically said, hey, don't you think like, how do you feel about Americans who like just he first asked of like, hey, you know. You know, we're hearing conflicting messages about whether or not there's going to be a cure for this or not. Don't you think that – I, Harry- I have the audio ready to go, yeah, okay. by the way. Yeah, so you can play – Because it. That's, okay. Anyways, that's not you, really yeah.
0: what he says, but no, – me- no, no,
1: I'm saying but – No, but before this, before they play the clip that they're going to play, there was a whole oh, conversation okay. with Peter Alexander before that where he's just yep. trying to get the president to say, hey, you know, is there a cure? Is there not a cure? The, the Dr. Fauci is saying that, hey, there isn't one thing and you're saying that we should be optimistic. He's like, it's really pretty confusing. And then yeah. after that, he said this. There we
0: go. What do you say the Americans were scared, though? I guess nearly 200 dead, 14,000 who are sick, millions, as you witnessed, who are scared right now. What do you say to Americans who are watching you right now who are scared?
1: Uh, I say that you're a terrible reporter. That's what I say.
0: <laughs> right. I think it's a very nasty question, and I think it's a very bad signal that you're putting out to the American people. The American people are looking for answers, and they're looking for hope. And you're doing sensationalism. And uh, the same with Nbc and Comcast. So I don't exactly, call it. I don't call it Comcast. Up. I call it Comcast. Let me just ask uh, for whom you work. Let me just say something. That's really bad reporting. And you want to get back to reporting instead of sensationalism. Let's see if it works. It might and it might not. I happen to feel good about it, but who knows? I've been right a lot. Let's see what happens, John. I think he was ready to go with anything. He would have said that no matter what that dude said. Well,
1: well, well that was pres- the problem is that Peter Alexander is basically telling him, like, hey, we're hearing conflicting reports about this. Again, it started with him talking about the cure for this and whether or not there's yep. going to be medicine. And Peter Alexander is kind of saying, like, is it – like, you got to tell – which one is it? May it or may it not? Like, you, he was trying to pin him down, and that's when he goes, hey, so what do you say to Americans who are scared, though? Like, you keep saying it may or may not, but what's your message to the American people who are scared? And that was his response. (laughs) And when I watched it, I go, I can't believe that that's actually – because, again, to me, I was like, that's the perfect softball opportunity to just go – And the guy said it at the end. Afterwards, he said I was trying to give him a softball. Which which he was because he hey, yeah. say when you someone who's scared and it's just don't be scared, you know we're doing the best that we can. Contact your local officials. Stay in, like he could have just easily. We're gonna gone. get through this. Yes, absolutely. It's a matter of time.
0: You know, just try to be cooperative, be smart, be safe, and you know
1: understand that we're all in this together. And so Simple. Trump's way of basically giving people hope was to just lie to them that there may or may not be medicine that's being fast tracked by the FDA. Um, where the actual doctor who he has bringing up there, Dr. Fauci, is basically being like, yeah. yeah, the president can have hope, but my job is to tell you the truth, and the truth is basically uh, we this has a lot of trials to go through. We don't just release drugs and tell people, hey, this might, may or may not work. That's not the job of science. And Trump's kind of in the background not saying anything. Every single time Trump says something incorrect, this dude comes up and goes, I'm here to speak for the science, and the science says that. He's like, yeah, sure, okay, maybe it's okay for the president to hope but really the science says we shouldn't be you know we shouldn't pin our hopes that all of a sudden there's going to be a magical cure because the time frame for an FDA trial and all this stuff even when fast tracked is 12 to 18 months
0: yeah yeah it's um it's just wild that that's the response and this like Trump really just needs to go away well, if he just if he just, just said nothing
1: after that everything would be fine like everything would probably be better after that the secretary of state yeah. gets on there and he gets asked the same question and he, he, he knocks it out of the park. He says exactly what you should say. And Trump's whole administration is a mess. Even Mike Pence is a mess. Those dudes they are more, they're more professional and more of what you actually want to hear from your politicians in times like this. When Trump Pence got asked the same question afterwards and Pence answered it the way that you would expect him to answer. It's just that, like, you don't need Trump at times like this. Trump's I'm a wartime president. I'm going to do this, that. It's just like, Trump, we don't need this right now. People don't care about you trying to be right or wrong. People are just trying to get information.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think. He closed. Like I said, he closes the uh, he closed the pandemic office uh, or something. And there's like all this reporting coming out that like they were warning him about this stuff for a while so yeah they uh let's see okay here's a fact check by the washington post was the white house office for global pandemics eliminated this was written yesterday let's see um to do, 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 do the quote the obama Biden administration was set set up the white house national security counts council decorate for global health security and biodefense to prepare for future pandemics like COVID-19. Donald Trump eliminated it, and now we're going to pay the price, end quote. Joe Biden tweeted that on March 19th. So several readers have written the fact checker saying they were confused by dueling opinion articles that appeared in the Washington Post concerning the National Security Council office highlighted in Biden's tweet. A March 13th Post published an article by Beth. uh, Quote, I ran the. So, yeah, let's see. By Beth Cameron, a former Obama administration official titled, quote, I ran the White House pandemic office. Trump closed it. She argued that, quote, eliminating the office. Uh, has contributed to the federal government's sluggish domestic response to this problem. And quote, that was, um, she, she said that he closed it in March of 2017. She ran it from 2016 to 2017. But then there was another post saying, no, the White House didn't dissolve its pandemic response office. I was there. That's a little bit of he said, she said. But regardless, there was a place dedicated for it.
1: And it's gone yeah because i mean and to be fair how often do you have a pandemic not very often so it was no. a gamble that no one said wait a minute that's a problem and then you gambled at the wrong time obviously um I just so want a quick, like answer whether it's not there or not yeah it's just it's just really it's just really interesting that this is your president at a time like this when really, you kind of need this is when Obama and hell, even George W. Bush were much better at dealing, okay, with... ok, here's the truth. let me yeah. let me just follow up here, Go so for it. one can see
0: the dueling narratives here neither entirely incorrect. The office set as set up by Obama was folded into another office. thus, One could claim the office was eliminated, but the staff slots did not disappear, and at least initially, the key mission of the team team, remained a priority. So one can also claim nothing has changed, and thus Biden's criticism is overstated. The question that cannot be answered, at least perhaps until a congressionally mandated commission examines the U.S. preparation for this crisis, is whether a separate decorate would have had more clout to bring the issue immediately to the president's attention. That might have helped by time. That might have helped buy time to stem the spread of the disease by focusing the full attention of the government on the emerging problem. One example, China refused to let American experts into Wuhan, a discussion kept at the agency level, but early presidential pressure might have swayed Beijing to cooperate. For that reason, we'll leave this unrated. Oh, you cowards at The Washington Post. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway... um, yeah, but there was also a report I was watching yesterday on CNN, of course, fake news. And they were telling me that they uh, they were saying that about like months ago, they were telling trying to tell Trump about this and he was more busy. This is going to this phone might ring. No, it's not. OK, yep. There it is. <laughs> there it is.
1: <laughs> See, look, we're working from home. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. All right, cool. It's picked up. Um, they were saying that he was told about this months ago and he just
1: kept blowing it off blowing it off and he was more concerned about vaping well well there's also well there's also this the stuff that's starting to come out about about senators and congresspeople who were briefed on this stuff and started trying to sell stock and again i don't know all i know is from what i've heard from the tv i don't know because i haven't read anything about this but it doesn't help when you're when it seems like the government as a whole knew that this could could become a giant deal and they all kind of didn't really do anything about it Except for maybe try to make money off of it or ignore it, seems to be the two things that the American government did. Yep. Yeah, it's the American so, yeah, way. Like, and, <laughs> and now and now the U.S. is on the same trajectory as Italy, and Italy people are dying by the day. So yep.
0: This is just yeah. a, you know, this is just a way to weed out us uh, liberal elites. All of us in the city,
1: everybody on the farm is going to be fine. Out in the out in the woods, you're fine. Yep. yep, I'm fine for now. But again, there's this is an international country, and yep. the very difference is that our prime minister here in New Zealand has handled this almost perfectly. Yeah, and, well, and that's across bipartisanship of just like, yep, she's the person we want to lead whenever whenever there's actually a problem. It's <laughs> just from yeah, the good from the for shooting, you. to the volcano to now this she is like spot on all the time. Where, sure, on the day-to-day things, ah, not so great. She, has, she hasn't been perfect. But the minute there's a crisis and you need an adult to, like, stand up in front of a group of people and say, here's what the plan is, here's what I'm doing, I'm shutting the border. Don't do this. Don't do that. This is what our country is doing versus getting up there and maybe, maybe not. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah. Concast. Because, I, 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 you know, I, I, I call it Concast it's like no one cares like stop <laughs> it's enough
0: yeah and everybody calls it concast they're a bunch of douchebags yeah, I, say,
1: I called it but he's cast. a reporter sucks. we know it
0: sucks yeah <laughs> it's but you're talking to a reporter and by the way the reporter's reaction like that dude when they panned back to him and he had his like hand on his chest like <laughs> whoa, what <laughs> where is this coming from how why are you oh. attacking me like this because it's trump and he's an asshole and he is literally the worst person you could possibly have in this he situation he is he's like as wor- as they- much of a As much as a dummy that George W. Bush was during 9/11, he was he was a president.
1: He was again during as of as 9/11 happened until about the year afterwards. I don't think anyone had. I mean, his approval rating was through the roof. After that, when it started being like, "Hey, we're gonna attack, we're gonna invade Iraq," and everyone's like, "Wait a minute, what's Iraq got to do with this?" That's when stuff started to fall apart a little bit. But you know, but for the most part, directly after 9/11, he was up there. He was, he was, he was as professional as could be. He had advisors and people around him trying to help him to get this stuff done. And it just, it just didn't feel like this. Yeah, there is, there is no worse person to have
0: up there in this time. It is baffling. It's crazy. And I, and nothing, nothing is good about it. And the dude talks every day and every day it just seems like a bigger shit show. I didn't. I did not watch today, though. I will say that maybe today he was awesome. So I, I shouldn't speak out of turn there.
1: I, again, he, I, I watched that by accident, and I have no intention of ever watching a U.S. press conference again if I don't have. Well, to. he's been doing them daily now. He's been I know, doing them daily because it's part of the task force. It's part of the.
0: They're not even exercising social distance. You have the people in the press who are sitting there like multiple seats apart, and then all these dummies on the stand on the stage are all like shoulder by shoulder, cramped in there. It's like, guys, this is this is the exact opposite of the thing that you're saying people should be doing. I mean, when somebody asked Mike Pence once, I saw this clip where he says, "Hey, we noticed uh, you're shaking hands. Aren't you not supposed to be doing that now?" He's like, "In this in this business, we we shake hands, so we're going to keep shaking hands." It's like you're such a dick, yeah. <laughs> like all y'all. You're all fucking stupid as hell. Yeah. Why is this happening? <laughs> Yeah, And you would imagine that if it was somebody else, we might not be here. And I think that could be overstating things, but in a way it might not be, you know, like it couldn't have been worse. That's for sure. At the very least, it could have been a little bit better. We would have had some more foresight. We could have made preparations sooner. We would have had remote working, you know, mandated in like February instead of March. Like there's a whole bunch of stuff that could have happened to quell this thing instead of being like, "Man, it's over there, we're fine. What about vaping? And
1: maybe you could have stopped the economy from nosediving the way that it did. Because look, there was already a recession planned. They were already saying, hey, numbers are going to start to fall off. This just accelerated, and now it's going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess globally. Because again, to be fair to Trump, he wasn't the only one that ignored this. A lot of Europe ignored it too. I mean, Boris Johnson um, a couple of days ago was saying, hey, maybe we should just all catch this and get it over with. (laughs) <laughs> like, like seriously, of course like, he like, did. they were seriously basically he considering herd immunization by saying, "Well, the more of you that catch this, the better," because then we can just get it over with. And everyone's like, "What are you doing?" And he had that to come is. out and go, Okay, that was a bad idea. Sorry. Like, we should actually do something different." <laughs> <laughs> so that, Trump's not the that only is one. the most Boris Johnson thing to suggest though. <laughs> You know what? If we all get in a room and catch it, I think we'll be fine. Like I, he half I half expected people to start. Again, this is coming where people are going to start having coronavirus parties to be like, "Hey, young people, just let's all get in a room and see if we can catch this thing, and then we can be done." And then told give you, us a month. Told you about and the girl can licking the seat. But that's
0: yeah, it's a big problem. Um, this is going to be a week to week thing, day to day thing, and I'm really hoping we get out of this thing by. I was hoping that, you know, in a few weeks by mid-April we'd be good, but I, I don't think this is going to go away anytime soon. I think that we're in this thing, we're in the shit until like end of April, and that's optimistic. I'm hoping yep. that optimistically we're good by end of April, but yeah, that's that's only if people get their shit together. Because like I Look, said, if you lock everybody inside and you're smart about it and you keep distance, we could kill this thing ourselves in the span of like three to four weeks, as we talked about earlier. But If you're not, if you're going to be an asshole, you're going to be going down to spring break and crowding around with your friends and all this other shit. Like, this is your fault. You're doing this. When you don't have a job to go to when you're uh, when you graduated from school because you went to
1: spring break, you have no one to blame but yourself. Look, worst, worst case, again, sorry, best case. I really do believe that the U.S. will slowly start to ramp back up beginning of June because that really is about, again, with the way that the response has been, that's about two months of like completely people being self-isolated and trying to get over this thing. So right now, if you have it, you can count yourself out for a month, right? And the cases are going up. They haven't stopped yet. So a month puts you middle end of April, which puts you toward the beginning of May, and then a good month to sort of just make sure that everything's calmed down before stuff starts coming back. I give it beginning of June.
0: Damn.
1: Yep. Damn. Well, Maybe so I can I still get my hockey to in Nashville. <laughs> if you're working from home, I hope you stocked up on some office supplies and you got a comfy chair. You got that new monitor and a keyboard and uh, you don't kill each other. You don't kill you and your spouse or your kids because, yeah, you got you to gotta be around these people. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting few uh, – <laughs> it's going to be an interesting couple of months. Uh, and again, tell me if this is true that divorce rates have increased in China oh, over the I- last three months. <laughs> I don't know. See if you can find that for me real quick because I believe that's true. I believe there've been a higher rate of divorce in China over the last 3 months because of this virus. Because it's Let's people see. who normally again, heart, you know, distance makes the heart grow fonder. Being around yeah. each other all day is going to make you want to strangle each other. You got to get on, through Google, it. Don't know.
0: Let's see. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. Of course. Of course. I got a uh I got a business insider. <laughs> It's <laughs> wow, always business insight. Oh, here we go. Here's one that I've never read anything before. Uh, CommunityNow dot com. Sure. Yeah. Why not? The divorce rate in China is on the rise after quarantine, as coronavirus forces couples into close quarters. More and more are asking for a divorce. It's been seen that the uh, that uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder, as you said, yep. and the coronavirus pandemic might just prove the proverb to be true. As couples are quarantined together, the divorce rates have been rising in China and are predicted to continue to rise throughout the rest of the world. According to Baroness Shackleton of Belgravia, Jesus, that's a hell of a title. A high profile celebrity a high profile celebrity divorce lawyer whose previous clients included Sir Paul McCartney, Madonna, Liam Gallagher, and the Prince of Wales, quote the prediction amongst divorce lawyers is the following: self-imposed confinement. It is very likely that divorce rates will rise. Yep. So, yeah, that's according to Baroness Shackleton of Bulgaria. Can't believe this is a real person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Chuchi. Though, I guess talking about. um, uh, Yeah. So that that's what somebody says. I guess it makes sense. Right. So yeah, like again, try to get outside. Try to go for a walk and stay away from people. Try just yeah, don't,
0: just. You know, look, we got to all make the best of this. You know, it's also good if you really want to know if someone's the one. It's like, hey, well, before we get married, let's uh, quarantine ourselves for a month. Yeah. Yeah, see what happens. See what happens. <laughs> yeah, that's the ultimate test. It's like, they have to. how about this? We quarantine. I engage at the end of it. Then we can get married because we know this is good. And if we kill each other before that time, well, then we probably won't do it. How's that for a plan? Yeah, sounds good. We fixed it. Cool. Well, enough of that shit. Let's move on to some media therapy, huh? Because this is honestly how you're going to get through all this stuff. So if ever there is a more important time for this podcast, it is now with media therapy because media therapy is how you're going to get through this quarantine. And as we've kicked off all media therapies, I will kick off this one with a question. Who is older? Robert Downey Jr., or Paul Giamatti?
1: That's a great one. Um, Because Robert Downey Jr., I think he's got some age from his problems, right? I'm going to say Paul Giamatti is you know older than Robert Downey Jr.
0: You know what's cool about this, about the Paul Giamatti thing, is like most of the actors that we know have been around for about the same time. Yep. Yet Paul Giamatti has <laughs> been there just as long, but... He's kind of been there as kind of this weird incognito chameleon-like character. He's always kind of the old sh- schlumpy guy, you know. He was yeah, pig he's, vomit. He's, Don't he's forget never that. Been,
1: he's never been typecasted as like the the young heartthrob to the the middle-aged, you know, right. guy that stays in shape. But you know, he's, he's still he's still attractive until the old silver fox. He hasn't made that transition at all he's just always been the same no, and he sort won't bolding I, I would
0: argue, i would argue he won't make that transition no i don't think he needs to i think he's found his lane although one of his first credits is singles i never even i don't know this movie but his credit is kissing man
1: Yeah, so, who knows
0: <laughs> terrifying i don't know how i feel about that anyway robert downey jr is actually older than paul wow. giamatti by, not two by two
1: years by two years i would have i would have definitely <laughs> thought he was maybe 48 49 then maybe robert yeah. Downey junior wasn't 50 yet wow no he's like
0: almost two years older than paul giamatti paul giamatti by the way you could see him in a uh, in a volkswagen commercial as a celebrity accountant
1: nice look at that
0: paul giamatti i mean with billions he's having a good run now oh he's always been great let me let me just clear that up you know we he is in this game because he is a he is a very fascinating person. I I love Paul Giamatti as an actor. He's awesome. Yeah, he's
1: fun. He's fine. He's
0: great. You know. He's uh, I recommend everything he's in, everything. Anyway what are you, What are your plans for uh killing the time? I thought Robert Downey Jr. was a good example because I think one thing you can do is rewatch the entire m c u that's like twenty five movies no, I ain't doing
1: that <laughs> I'm not doing that no,
0: If you so. watch one a day, you'll be on Endgame by the time this is over, hopefully <laughs> I'm good
1: I'm good yeah yeah If you watch one a day maybe Do <laughs> you think you'll be able to watch all the movies before you're out before you're able to go back to work. That's the real question If you start on well, Monday, oh you mean you go into the, the office, movies, yeah before going into the office.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, you figure you wouldn't be going back until this actual quarantine thing is over. Yeah. It's 24 days. Or how many MCU movies are there? It's like 25, right? Yep. Yeah, I think so. 25, 26. Yeah. So you would assume that if they're... Really? I search MCU and the first result is the Municipal Credit Union. That's surprising. <laughs> that was very surprising. Did not see that coming. Uh, let's see. Just tell me number of films, of Wikipedia. Like
1: what? are officially in the basically every movie after the the Incredible Hulk God, movie, I believe, is an me,
0: MCU movie. Just give me a list. All right, here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six in phase one, seven, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. 23. And obviously, Black Widow is now um, TBD for a release yes. date, but that was supposed to be out in June. So, yeah. If you did that, so what did I say, 23 movies? Yep. Yeah, so if you started Monday, you know, you start 23 movies on the 23rd, that's over three weeks of how many, movies.
1: How many Bond movies are there? Uh, 25, I believe. Because, yeah, was that the 25th? This is the 25th anniversary. Or the, the last one was the 25th anniversary of Bond. Let's see. Bond movies. The, 20, the 25th
0: movie anniversary, obviously. Not year, but... I might be wrong by that. I should know this number of James Bond movies. Now you're talking about like official ones. Okay, twenty six. That was close. Yeah. But I wonder if that does include the new one. Doesn't matter. The point is, I was very close. Um, yeah. So that so there's more Bond movies. But with all your time, you know, speaking to the general you, um, you watch, could watch watch a, one in the
1: morning, one in the evening.
0: Yeah. Well, watch it. Watch like a Bond movie. I, I Bond movie feels like a dessert
1: so i'd uh, say the mcu is the dessert the bond movie's got to be the main the main meal the have mcu is what seen? you watch sort of in the evening and you don't have to pay attention <laughs> as much bond you yeah. might have to pay attention a bit more uh, have you how
0: many bond movies have you seen
1: i don't know i've seen enough of them. i know there's a lot of silly ones out there
0: all right let, let's start because i could tell you i've seen every single one of these so here I we go seen ready Every single one dr no yes from russia with love yes goldfinger yes yeah so everybody's seen that movie thunderball Ooh. Okay, now if you don't know Thunderball, Thunderball is the movie that starts off with him uh, punching a lady in the face who ends up being <laughs> a dude, and then he equips a jetpack from out of nowhere I have and not then seen jumps over no. a wall. And I'm going <laughs> to put that car. on my list of
1: movies to watch. I have not
0: seen it. <laughs> <Thunderball. laughs> Honestly, you don't need to watch the whole movie. Just watch the cult open of Thunderball. It is awesome. <laughs> okay, I have not watched Thunderball, so that's one. <laughs> okay, you only live twice? Yes. Oh, that's a good one, too. On Her Majesty's Cer- Secret Service. Yes. That's the with George Lazenby. Not a bad movie. Terrible Bond. Uh, Diamonds are forever. Yes, one of my personal favorites. Live and let die. Yes, that's a, That's the black exploitation one. Yes, the man with the golden gun. Yes, that's one with the guy with three nipples. The spy who loved me. Yes, that's a great one. Moonraker. Oh, the one with Jaws I in space. It? Oh, if you've seen Moon, you know yes. if you've seen Moon. Yes, I, agree. I mean it, I agree. it ends up with a it's, laser as soon as you said battle. Jaws, it's yes it ends up with a laser battle in space
1: yes i've seen it, <laughs> I've seen it. yeah
0: now that's not the only one with moonraker uh, that's not the only one with jaws jaws is actually in the spy who loved me as well and then he shows uh, so up maybe again I in moonraker. Haven't seen moonraker he finds love in moonraker he ends up let's, leaving with this blonde
1: girl let's let's put that as a no Okay, you should see because yeah, I, don't, I don't remember enough of it. You're saying stuff that I'm like, I don't really remember that. So. It ends with a laser battle in Again, space. Again, you've you, got a memory of nonsense stuff I don't. If
0: you've so. never seen Roger Moore shooting lasers in space, then <laughs> you've never seen Moonraker. It's simple as that. There's also a great cable car scene. That's probably the more um, iconic scene from Moonraker. Uh, all right, For Your Eyes Only. No. That's one of my absolute favorite, favorite, favorite James Bond movies. It's like in my I have, top three. Yeah, I Love it. Favorite Bond girl, she's getting Mer- Melina Havelock with the crossbow. It's amazing. First thing she does is like shoot a dude in the chest as he's diving into a pool. Wow. What a great movie. It's got a lot of silly shit. You should have the, yeah. that's That should yeah, be top I, of I, I, think I think I missed I'm a not lot done. Of Roger
1: Moore Bonds. But
0: oh, <laughs> oh, those are my favorite. Octopussy. <laughs> uh, yes, I have seen Octopussy. A View to a Kill. This is no. where you, yeah. That's, okay. <laughs>
1: you haven't seen A View to a Kill? Nope. I have not seen it. That's the one with Christopher Walken yes. as a villain. I know, I know, I know what it is, but I have not seen it. I have not oh watched it. Oh my this
0: movie. god. You just need to watch all these Roger Moore movies for, uh come back to us. The Living Daylights? Nope. Timothy Dalton it. in the role. That's an awesome one too. Highly underrated. License to kill? Yes. Goldeneye. Everybody's in yes. Goldeneye. You've probably seen all these move forward. Tomorrow Never probably. Dies. Yes. The World Is Not Enough. Yes. I thought Christmas only came once a year. Die Another Day? Yes. <laughs> Casino Royale. Yes quantum of solace yes skyfall specter yeah you've seen those yes cool so you need to work your way through the roger moore movies if you
1: because i I know that that i've got a big gap around the 80s that i haven't seen because at one point i was trying to watch all of them and i started with i went through the the 60s movies except for thunderball obviously and then i sort of powered through the 70s and then it's right around the late 70s 80s that i kind of fell off watching the movies Okay, so the
0: three the three Roger Moore movies that you haven't seen, it's awesome that those are the three you haven't, because you really should, because they are, like when I said James Bond for dessert, those, those are like probably why. Moonraker, For Your Eyes Only, and A View to a Kill are absolutely bonkers movies. Like they are insane. Hell, Moonraker, like I said, they go to space. For Your Eyes Only, there's like a... There's like this eight there's like this 16 17 year old figure skater who wants to who wants to bang Roger Moore, who's like in his 60s and then and then a view to a kill is just all sorts of crazy. like it's crazy. So uh, yeah, because Roger Moore is like so old <laughs> in that movie. yet everybody still seems to want him and uh, and he clearly is struggling a lot in in the role. So yeah, check all those out, and I recommend those to anybody. Although, like, for your eyes only is straight up just th- one of the most entertaining Bond movies. It's got everything, and a really bizarre soundtrack that you're just gonna love. So anyway,
1: what uh? So maybe wh- I'll be watching some Bond movies <laughs> that might be coming. Um, yeah, and you're gonna be mad at me for this about okay, what ahead. I'm about to tell you that I'm on the fence about. All right. I'm on the fence about playing Animal Crossing. That's fine. I'm not... I I did not plan on getting it. I, I know you didn't. And we talked about this last time. About mm-hmm. you, You've got a real problem with these movies where you sort of walk around and do daily chores. You mean these games? Well, no. I, I played the shit out of Animal Crossing on GameCube. I loved it. So I did get I. It's great. And there's a bit of this nostalgia that's coming back a bit of saying, huh, if there's ever a time to play a game where you do some real monotonous stuff for 30 minutes, now might actually be the time. I've never seen more friends online on Switch when I was playing today.
0: And... I think I had there was like seven people online, all of them playing Animal Crossing.
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm debating. I don't know yet. Um I'm not convinced that I should buy this, but yeah.
0: It's anyway. good. And I, I'd contemplate getting back in. If you wanna if you get into it, you wanna share your island, I can share my island with you and uh sure. You know, we could we could trade fruit. That's a thing that you do <laughs> you do at an Animal Crossing. <laughs> I don't know, but I did uh I did finish murder with uh murder by numbers. I finished yep. Every puzzle, including uh, got the S rank in all of them and solved all those puzzles. I was really upset by the very last puzzle that you do for Scout's Memories because it was really easy when the later levels are actually really hard. Yeah. Like I made the point last time we were talking that you actually never need to make a guess. Yep. You could always chip away slowly. Yep. And there actually was one puzzle where you could not do it without making a guess. And there was another puzzle where where I completed all the conditions and didn't pass it, but there was two ways to do it. And then I did pass it. So probably not the best Picross game I've ever played, but I I had a blast. The story was fun. I recommend it. And wow, time time goes by really fast when you're doing Picross puzzles. Yeah. I started playing Deadly Premonition on Switch today. That is a campy, kind of crappy horror game, but like embracing its crappiness. That has a lot of nods to Twin Peaks and its silliness. Uh, Performance isn't great. Voiceovers are terrible. uh, But I hear it's great. So I'm going to try to push my way through it and give it a chance. That's one of the games that's been in my backlogs for years. And now that I've made it to Switch, I don't really have an excuse not to play through or give it a fair shake.
1: Yeah, cool. Um, If you want a goofy movie to watch, this is very unexpected. Little Monsters. Little Monsters. Look it up. All right, looking it up. Look it up. It's got Lupita Luongo in it for some reason. <laughs> oh, interesting. But it's very interesting. What's it about? It's a zombie movie. <laughs> oh. Oh, I think I've heard of this. I hadn't heard of it. It's based in Australia. I watched it the other night. It's not bad. Um, But yeah, it's interesting. So if you're willing to see a movie that's kind of like Shaun of the Dead... Then watch Little Monsters. Why does she have a violin? Watch it. What? Well, it's a- okay. Watch it. I'm just telling you. If you want a movie, a goofy movie, if you feel like a movie that's got a bit of an end of the world vibe to it, but also extremely goofy, watch that movie.
0: What's your opinion on like end of the world? So when the crisis we're in now, right? Like everybody's kind of pointing to these apocalyptic things. Like, do you yeah, watch like, like Outbreak? And in do you watch it? Do you watch and play the apocalyptic things, or do you
1: engage a media that's more of an escape? I like to laugh. I don't like watching movies that are i like if you give me an end of the world movie that's funny, I'm good, but too many serious movies and too many movies that take themselves seriously, I just can't do so hmm. i need I need a bit of comedy when I watch like I need a bit on and off, so sure. I need a bit of goofy and silly before you throw me back into the series
0: hmm. I did uh I did watch Frozen 2 earlier. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, I never saw it, you know, continuously Frozen 1 in its entirety. I've I, seen it in I chunks. I
1: fast-forwarded through the singing, so I've seen it in chunks as well.
0: Wow. fast forward through the singing. That's like, you watched probably. it in like 10
1: minutes. Yep, pretty much.
0: How what? How did you like it in that it experience? Did you watch right. Frozen 2? No. Well, Frozen 2 is on Disney+, Plus, so you can go watch that now. That's why we watched it here, and it was fine i don't really understand it not gonna lie but also i was half paying attention because i was finishing murder by numbers but what i saw of it was cool it's a pretty movie Like
1: visually it's spectacular like it's really good c- do you go ahead i can also watch star wars now because i haven't seen it so that's on my list to do of what oh you haven't seen uh, rise of I the skywalker not. i never watched rise of the skywalker i never got there Awesome.
0: You're going to need to see that and get back to me. Um, Can we also take a little bit of time to talk about this uh,
1: this cat situation? (laughs) Yeah, go ahead, because because what you told me is just simply can't be true. It doesn't exist. Okay. well, I'm going
0: to I don't know why I'm going to I'm worried that I'm going to be Googling this in a non incognito window. But let me just find the exact
1: exact because the tweet didn't what you sent me didn't make any sense. Like from a logistical standpoint, it doesn't make sense that this would exist because of what that tweet said. Here we go. From Vanity Fair.
0: Uh, This article is too long. I just want something quick. New York Post. Here we go. A trustworthy news organization. Fans beg for release of rumored butthole cut of Cats movie. I still want to see Cats. I got to see this movie. The cat's out of the bag. Apparently somewhere there's a butthole cut of cats. The film, which received disastrous reviews from critics, became available to stream on demand Tuesday as many are stuck in their homes while social distancing in the coronavirus pandemic. One such viewer is G.I. Joe retaliation writer Ben Meckler, who unearthed a potential secret about the making of cats. Quote, I desperately need to need a tell all book about the making of cats. Writes end quote. Writes Meckler, who is also a director on Twitter. Quote: It could really help me get through this. End quote. Entertainment industry writer Jack Waz took the took the catnip. Quote: A VFX producer friend of friend of a friend was hired in November to finish some of the four thousand effects shots shots in Cat's movie. His entire job was to remove CGI buttholes that had been inserted a few months before. <laughs> which means that somewhere out there, there exists a butthole cut of Cats, end quote, Waz writes in a viral tweet that has racked up over 25,000 likes. Now Cats fans and haters alike are begging for the butthole version and any other secrets about the much maligned film to come out. Quote, If you worked on the movie Cats, DM me. I guess I've got time to do this myself, end quote, writes Meckler in a follow-up tweet. Quote, my news. My New Year's resolution is to make the cowards at Universal Picks to release the butthole cut of Cats. Make it happen, America, and tweet tweets was. Ryan Johnson chimed in. Director of uh, Knives Out and The Last Jedi said, "Quote, release the butthole cut. Hashtag release the butthole cut is exactly what we all need right now."
1: And quote, I'll stop reading there, but you get it. So what's the issue? What's your it's beef? It's not. It's not true. It just because because first of all. Though, we go. When that whole, a friend of a friend, I
0: really hope that this takes off and you're cited as a source. A, then we a, get to a friend
1: this. of a friend who's a VFX producer, right, mm-hmm. is what, was what, how it starts. Was sure. hired specifically, sp- specifically to, to fix 400 shots in this movie, right? Like th- that's from the basis of regardless of what it is to fix it, that's what they said. First of all, you don't hire producers to specifically come in and fix shots. That's what you hire artists for. So for example, Jason is a game producer, Jason yep. doesn't sit down and write the code himself. He makes yep. sure that the project is on track and that the money and all the things that are doing. I'm an artist, right? I sit down and I actually make the artwork. Normally, me and Jason would be co-workers, but Jason would be contacting me saying, hey, how's that going? Are you going to have this done by this date? Right. So, first of all, why would you hire a producer to manage this? You wouldn't have to. Normally, you would have a producer in-house that could do this, and if you needed to hire extra artists to do something like this, you would just hire an extra compositor to sit Well, you were... This. You are a well. No, you're a supervisor. You're not a producer. So, though. so I again as supervisor, you, you sit in between both because I still do artwork, but I also handle production stuff as well. But I have a production manager and I have artists that specifically do either one of those jobs. Yep. So it didn't say I hired a. It didn't say, hey, my friend who's a supervisor, because that could be possible as well. Hey, let's bring in this guy who's a supervisor just to get just to pound through these 400 shots. So that's the first problem. The second part is, his only job was to 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 paint out buttholes for this movie right (laughs) first of all allegedly allegedly right so first of all the process of this movie even if you did that right you specifically would be part of a team that sits here and actually paints this out and covers it up with something right you sit there and you'd paint through frame by frame to do this type of work first of all within the visual effects industry now a lot of that work is done overseas you don't hire people In any of the big shops to do that, that stuff tends to get sent to India and other places if it's that amount of tedious work. You don't want to pay someone that's probably making anywhere between sixty and eighty an hour to do that. You'd hire someone who you probably charge about twenty to forty an hour to do that. But the real problem is, because this movie is mostly CG except for the face replacement, the weird face stuff that they did. (laughs) Yeah. You would if this even existed, all you would do is you'd fix the model and you'd re-render all of these shots. You would not manually go through the movie and paint this. I would say it's more expensive to sit here and go frame by frame to paint this out than it would be to target the shots that have this problem, build a new model, re-render it with the same settings, and then composite it back in there. That is much easier and you can automate most of that stuff. So that's mm. why it's a lie.
0: That's why but this, with the way exist. that the production went, do you think that they actually did anything correct? correctly and by the book in this movie
1: i mean and here's the the thing
0: and here's the position
1: i'm coming from i want this to exist i know you want this to exist and (laughs) the problem is is that i think that even doing it this way is such a brute force way of doing a cg movie that you you would still be in a position even if the studio that you worked on sort of told you that they couldn't do this you could still easily get the models and those things sent over and have someone re-render all of this stuff to put it in that's much easier. It's much easier to rewritten. I mean, again, now you wouldn't even have to paint this out. I would argue that you could even machine learn the process of some of this stuff, of being able to target ab- abnormality in the image and being able to paint over. Again, to hire someone specifically to come in and paint this out is nonsense. That's something that makes sense for like a 2D animated movie where you're painting like in between frames, but not for a CG movie. You just don't- CG movies aren't fixed this way. So no. Like machine, like machine learn, butthole ha- but smoothing. In- yeah, they didn't go through. Yeah, because you could, you could machine learn. Tell me what a butthole is. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> why. I, that's why I want to see this movie even more. Just to know what well, all I'm going
0: to be doing is looking at buttholes, being like, well, what do they look like?
1: I'd argue that you could probably do this now through machine learning, and actually, just some kid on the internet could probably do this faster than hey, I hired a guy to paint out. Like that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, um, which is why I, I just don't suppose. believe it. And specifically because instead of saying, hey, my friend who's a visual effects artist. Or my friend who's a visual effects compositor, or my friend who works in visual effects. The fact they said a visual effects producer to me, that's a very specific role within the industry that doesn't have anything to do with this. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't believe it's true. It doesn't exist. It's an don't, internet. Don't meme burst these bubbles. Don't burst that, these bubbles. Again, here. your Come best on. hope is that when this movie don't comes out, don't burst my suddenly, butthole bubble. That some, that some real smart kid comes out and finds a way for every single frame that you see a tail That you you can easily enter a butthole in there and do it that way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you can imagine that there might have been some redesign where if somebody put that in, all right, like for example, this is a very different example. I mean, I'm not trying to talk about the process the way it's done, because it sounds like the guy's talking from a secondary source anyway. So if it did happen, like these kind of changes happen all the time. Like they changed um, like Tokyo Mirage Session, right? That's a game that I played uh, early this year. It's got like all these idols in Japan and all these other things. And like, they basically changed the models of the female characters that whenever the camera swung around where you would see up their skirts for whatever reason even if it was quick then like in the game when it was originally released in japan there you would see their panties apparently and then when they released the censored version here in the states which is also the version released in japan now on the switch you didn't actually see anything it was just like this kind of black void apparently um and that's that's the deal like it i played this game for god over 60 hours i don't even remember seeing anything like that (laughs) like or knowing why that was even a quote controversy because of they were like this is censorship this is bullshit you know you always get these kind of weird groups reacting but that's the kind of change that people would make that you might not even notice so if or like the end consumer wouldn't even notice so if they did a test Like three months before the movie came out and they were looking at be like, do we need these buttholes in there? And they're like, no, let's get rid of them. And then all of a sudden, however the process was, they had this guy maybe change all the models. There's a lot of cats in this movie.
1: Yeah, right? but again, you wouldn't go through and paint this out. You would remodel the model and rewrite it. It's probably. too much work for one person to sit here and go through each frame that's been called out that needs someone to sit here and paint over it. It's not like Photoshop. Yeah, but
0: everything about this movie seems wrong. Everything about the. You got a guy, Tom Hooper. I think that's the guy who made this. Like, the guy's never made a movie like this. And he's done all this other wacky shit. he said he was editing the thing the day before the pr- like the day of the premiere. They've released a patch for this movie because Judy Dench's hand was in it <laughs> like <laughs> there's so much shit that went wrong with this movie and you're telling me that you're gonna crush the dream of a butthole cut because that's not how you would do it of, you're gonna tell of, me that's why
1: <laughs> yeah you're gonna t- yeah oh, because of maybe because it exists, of maybe it doesn't how dare I sensationalize any of this? and just give yeah. the american people hope <laughs> yeah you know what i think you're a terrible reporter <laughs> and you
0: should be ashamed of yourself
1: <laughs> oh man well look for your for your sake i hope it exists
0: yeah and you know what i'm i'm here in a household now with uh, two fans of cats so you know what i might finally get to see this movie you know what? I will see this movie. I will watch this movie before we record next. And i I've will... got access
1: to watch this movie as well, so let's do that. Let's review let's this movie. Let's do it. All right. Next yeah. the next time we record, which honestly, people, it might be a daily podcast at the rate we're <laughs> going.
0: Could do check-ins. I mean, any anytime you need a sanity check, we could we could check in here. And uh we're gonna try to work out some other stuff while uh through these hard times and see if we can get a little more creative with this thing and uh, you know, have some fun with it. Yeah. No promises. But we'll see. We'll see. Um yeah, I don't really have much else to, to talk about. No, if that's you really, all I got as well.
1: That's it. Let's wrap this honestly, up.
0: Honestly, yeah, all right, cool. Then let's do that. All right. You go to He'sabroad.com and check out all the links to uh, iTunes and all the other things or Facebook page, Twitter, all that other stuff. And if you're listening and you like it or you know, you could you could review us on iTunes or any other podcast that allows you any other podcast service that allows you to. And if uh if you got bad things to say you know, tweet, you know, you don't need to write the review. You can just tweet at us or send me a text. I don't care. I could, I could take it. All right. My feelings won't get hurt. All right. Anyway, until next time, stay healthy. This podcast is over.